Welcome podcasters, you are listening to another episode of Tell Me Why, a resource for athletes, coaches, and parents in sport. Co-hosted by Dr. Ginny Christerna and U.S. Speed Skating Hall of Fame inductee Patrick Wentland. This podcast is developed as a resource for athletes, parents, coaches, and referees looking to improve player development and performance. Conversations and opinions expressed on the show are not intended as medical or clinical advice. Welcome back to podcast number two on passion. We are talking about what makes the best of the best athletes. What is required in their DNA? What do they need to push themselves day after day to become the best? Today's topic is uh, our second day diving in on passion. If you haven't caught the first topic, feel free to go back and catch last week's segment on passion number one. Today, Jenny, we are focusing a little bit more on passion versus talent. <laughs> uh, you like? I, lo- I love this. This is going to be this. Yeah, this is like nature versus nurture, but for athletes. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah, I think uh, in in my book, uh, we you and I have talked about before. um, Everybody or a lot of coaches, teams, parents, athletes themselves always think talent is so important. And maybe the number one thing they got to be looking for. Uh, in recruiting athletes or looking at athletes. Uh, My book as a coach for 35 years, talent's great and I love seeing it, but I will take desire and passion over talent any day of the week. Okay. Why is that? Now I'm, I'm, my interest is peaked right now. Why would you take? I got an answer. So one of the biggest reasons I've come up with is, Talent is trainable. Talent uh, is technique, is skills, endurance, uh, physical abilities, and it's easily trainable into just about anybody. Uh, When you're talking about passion and desire, uh, the ability to drive and push yourself to do something, I, I I have a hard time thinking that it's something you're born with, but I think, I believe it's something you discover within yourself and to train it. I, I haven't been able to, I've, I've tried, I've worked with athletes and you try to get them to uh, work a little harder, to push themselves, to want it a little bit more. It, it's hard. If they don't want it, if, if they're not there, it's not happening. Okay. So if that's the case, then somebody could be fantastic, right? And just naturally gifted at a sport and just excel very well. I mean, they just naturally, they're just great at it and they don't have the passion for it, but even without the passion, they they can be pretty fantastic, right? I agree. And I've seen plenty of very naturally talented athletes go pretty far, but usually by the time uh, you're at an elite level. There's so many athletes with similar abilities. The difference maker is a guy who wants it more. 
Ah, so what you're saying is that talent is a requirement. Passion is something that that's that's the uh, that that's the dynamite, right? So by the time you get to an elite level, everybody is talented, but the one who has the passion has the competitive advantage. I love it. I, and you're, you know, that passion or talent is a requirement. You need that. You, you can build it, you can train it, you can get better, but yeah, at, at an elite level, everybody's got a very similar level of talent. Some, some a little bit more, some a little less, but yeah, the guy with more passion, desire, and will to win, he's going to come out on top 99% of the time. Okay. So let me ask you this, because I have a couple of thoughts about this talent versus passion thing. Let me, let me, let me throw this out to you. So say you have someone who's talented and they have that passion and they have that passion. Um, but you have someone who's just as talented, who has more passion. Who do you choose? Like, how, how do you make a decision? You can only pick one, right? Because I'm, I'm thinking about the listener, right? And I'm thinking about the parent or the athlete or the coach who has like these tryouts and stuff for their team. What, what, what do you look for? Because you're a coach and you're, I mean, what do you look for? Yeah, I, I, if you have an athlete that's got talent and passion, that's a gold mine right there. I think they're few and far between. I think so many talented athletes who grow up with natural talent don't ever learn fully how to push themselves and uh, develop a drive where some athletes who maybe grew up or started later or grew up with less talent and were forced to figure out ways to get better and work harder, work harder, push themselves they tend to develop that, that passion, but you're right. I, I, if it's, if it's comes down to an athlete with talent and passion over an athlete with lots of passion and a little bit of talent, talent and passion will win. But what if they both have talent and passion? How do you, how do you choose which one to pick? You can only get one, right? How do you choose like, what do you, what's the, what's the thing, right? Because I'm sitting up here and I'm looking at all these, you know, athletes who are getting ready for elite level, whether it's, you know, baseball, soccer, you know, how they have the, the clubs that they go to and they just want the best of the best. And they're all coming with, you know, you know, that talent, but you have more than one who has passion. How do you, as a coach, what do you look for? Like, what's the, what's the thing that you look for when, all things are equal and they have both talent and passion. I, I love this question. And it, it directly correlates to the finding the one who's willing to do the most. And it's, it's, I'll, it's funny. I'm going to go back and read the definition of, of passion. Uh, the definition of passion is a strong and barely controllable emotion, a feeling of intense enthusiasm towards or compelling desire for someone or something. Passion can range from eager interest in or admiration for an idea, proposal, or cause to an enthusiastic enjoyment of an interest or activity to strong attraction. But the, the last part is what gets me. Um, it's also stated that true meaning of passion is to suffer. And it, that, that one I, I get a kick out of because 
you know, passion's supposed to be something uplifting and something you're going going towards and you want to do and you want to do. But almost every time to be passionate about something, you're going to have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You're going to have to sacrifice, which may be related to suffer. But back to your question and how this relates in, different athletes, elite level, Olympic level, world champion athletes I've worked with, there's different levels of passion and devotion that they're willing to devote to their activity. Some athletes are willing to give up uh, going out with their friends or maybe desserts after dinner. Some athletes, you know, then they think that's enough. Uh, the next level, maybe these athletes are willing to get in one extra workout a day and um, go to bed earlier. Uh, the next level, these athletes are willing to research all day long on a computer during a rest day of different techniques, training ideas. Um, the next guy is willing to go, you know, another level. There's always another level of devotion that these guys are willing to go above and beyond. So if I had to choose with between two players with uh, decent, with equal talent, there's going to be a difference in what they're willing to do or, or willing to sacrifice or suffer to meet their goal. So it's interesting that you say the word devotion. Now, here I am, and I'm thinking of, you know, all kind of things, healthy and, and, and unhealthy. And, you know, devotion, I, I just want to be, I want to clarify devotion. It doesn't mean you'll do whatever is asked of you without discernment, right? If somebody's asking you, because remember, I, I tell all of the parents and the kids and the coaches, safe sport is a real thing, right? And sometimes people take advantage of that. And so the reason that I ask this question is because there are some people who want something so badly, right, that they'll do anything as opposed to being um, thoughtful and critical and saying, this is not a reasonable request, or this is something that goes too far for me. I'm not saying that in the context of most coaches, but I'm just saying that because I don't want any of our listeners to <clears throat> you go, know, you know, how much do you want it? Right. And then doing all kind of crazy stuff to get it, you know, stand up till two in the morning or whatever. It's like, no, I think what I hear you saying, Pat, and I don't want anyone to twist this is that Devotion is that thing that you put yourself through to learn and to grow, right? You take it upon yourself to say, this is my craft. This is what I'm learning, right? This has nothing to do with me proving anything to my coach, to my teammates. This is my devotion to the art of the sport, whatever that sport is that I want to take the time to learn, right? It's so closely tied to passion. They could be siblings, right? And so I want to distinguish and to differentiate what some people may twist devotion to be because to be very candid, that is spot on what I've understood coaches look for. They look for an athlete who is devoted to the craft of that particular sport, the art of that sport, learning about that sport down to the detail. They're not trying to prove themselves to anybody. This is about them and the game. And so I do want parents and athletes who are listening 
to understand that type of devotion. It's not devotion to a person. It's devotion to an art, to a craft, and wanting to understand it and learn it for yourself. You don't have to prove anything to anybody, just to you. That will be demonstrated when you perform, right? When you're in the game, when you play the game. So I just wanted to clarify that because I'm sitting here and I'm listening. I'm like, you're spot on. I just want to be clear with people. <laughs> what does that mean? Because it, it can um, mean different things to different people. So I just want us to be clear about what we mean so people understand this is nothing about showing your coach how much you want it or showing your mom and dad. This is about you devoting yourself to that, that particular sport. I, I nailed it. Um, and I think actually, I, I, I truly believe that devotion comes out of passion. Yes. Yeah. And, and the more passion you have, the more devoted you're going to be. We talked about this last week where I've had athletes I've worked with that, you know, they, they get down on themselves and they complain that, you know, I don't know if they don't have time to go out with their friends and go out on Friday night because they have a competition the next day or a game on Saturday, you know, and uh, they're devoted to their craft, to their sport. So they're going to stay in and be a little bummed because they're going to, they want to be ready to kick butt the next day. And, and to me, that is that passionate athlete who can devote themselves to what they're doing, who wants to win. You know what a good example of that is that you and I both share when we were both working at the USAT, USA Taekwondo. And remember the weigh-ins were horrible for all of the athletes. And then once they made weight, some of them would go out and they would just pig out and eat all of the food that they can eat because they were like trying to cut weight, sometimes unhealthy, in an unhealthy way. And then some of them would go out and they'd be like, I want to go and I want to, you know, hang out with my friends. And the coaches, it was like herding, you know, cat. And they would say, no, you need to go rest. Now, the ones that struggled the next day during competition were the ones who didn't have the devotion. They wanted to go out. Oh, I, I made wait, but the ones who tended to do well were the ones who had that discipline, that self-control, that, that kind of single-minded focus, right? This is what I want. There are some things that are kind of auxiliary that I have to do, right? Or that I can get to do. But if it takes me too far to the left or right, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And I think that that discipline, there's, again, there's different layers of that, player A is willing to take it so far where he's not willing, he'll, he'll stay home and not go out with his friends. Player B is going to take it beyond that. Instead of staying up all night watching video games and playing video games, he's actually going to go to bed, maybe do a little research on the competition he's playing tomorrow, that the team he's playing, learn a little bit about that and then go to bed. You know, he's, you know, there's, again, there's another level eat a little bit better, rest a little bit better, get a massage, you know, uh, every little thing you can do to prepare your performance for the next day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is good stuff. I didn't think we were going to talk about this piece of passion today. Yeah. And no, I, you know, I, I think this is things that the, the best have the best of the best. You look at the goats out there and they, they have 
or had that passion when they were younger to get them over those hurdles, to get them training when everybody else was out doing something or, you know, concentrating on their game and, and just improving and devoting themselves to it where, you know, the average person doesn't have the bandwidth to do that or the devotion to do it. So here's the thing, and I have a couple of thoughts, but I, I want to ask you, how, how can you develop passion? Say somebody, say a kid, right? You know, they're 10, 12, 13, you know, they get, get started getting scouted at about 13 to 14 years old, right? They start going to these camps, you know, for college and D ones and stuff. How, what if they, they, they love it, but the, the level of their love for it isn't the, it doesn't rise to the level of passion, right? What, what is it that they can do? What, what can be done to help them become passionate or to help them fall in love? I, now I'm sounding like a matchmaker between, a, you know, a, a couple of folks where it's just like you can make him or her fall in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, do these things. And sometimes it works. Most times it doesn't. But what, what can somebody do? What, do you, what are your thoughts? You know, and that's what I talked about a little earlier. I think training passion or uh, trying to get an athlete to improve their level of passion and devotion are, yeah, now it does sound like a, some kind of love show. <laughs> uh, we're talking sports here, people. Um, uh, you know, I, I think it's harder to train. I, I do believe, you know, like training the physical aspects of a sport is as a coach, the easy part, trying and, and maybe, you know, you're, background here from the psychology part of it, maybe that you got better. I'm going to reverse that question and, and run it to you and see what you tell me. But, but honestly, one, one idea that I've heard about this from some of the top coaches out there to develop their passion and drive, they act, the coaches actually work with them to find what motivates them. So if you can dig deep, and find that motivating factor. Is it money? Is it fame and fortune? Is it attraction from the opposite sex or whatever it is? Um, if you can dig into that athlete and find out what it is, they, you know, what are they willing to, what will make them do more than anything else that they want to do to win that game or event, the race the next time? Um, what's going to make them do that? If you can figure that out, you got a key to developing that uh, desire and passion. And you hit the nail right on the head. In sports psychology, we call that intrinsic and extrinsic motivation, right? Internally motivated or externally motivated, right? Some people, they're motivated by, you know, my whole family's done this, you know, and I'm doing this to for my my mom, my dad, my 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 whole, you know, family. And some people are like, yeah, it's for the money. And this is the easiest way for me to get to where I got to go to get out of this situation, right? If you're coming up from poverty, right? I want to buy my mom a house. You know, I want to take care of my family. Um, and some people are like, I just do it because I love it. And this is the only time, right? When I was doing the sports psychology, when I was over at USAT, you know, I would tell people, hey, you know, I want you to think about what motivates you. And for a lot of those elite level, you know, when they're getting ready for the Olympics, what was it like two minutes? They fought for what, two, three minutes or something like that yep. each yep. round. And it was like two, what, three rounds or so. 
And I would say, you know, for those two minute rounds, I'm like, this is six minutes. You get to be free. The six minutes is yours. Every match is all you, right? And that's the only time they could be so good and so amazing. Yes, they have their coach, but they have really practiced and mastered these kicks and these spins and and these knockout shots that they get to put all of that together on their own. For six minutes, it's just them. They don't have to worry about school. They don't have to worry about the girlfriend or their boyfriend or their partner or whatever. For six minutes, they just get to be free, right? And that might be what motivates them. I don't know Lionel Messi, but you know, you trip him in a, in a simple foul or you try to hard tackle him, he's going to keep going because he wants that ball to go with the goal. That's his thing. I am going to put this ball in the back of the net and I don't care what you try to do to me. I, if I get mad at you, it takes me away from getting this ball in the net, right? Yeah. To your point, you're spot on. But that passion, what I want to communicate to the people who are listening is it's something that that's in it for you. This is the meaning. Passion is directly tied to meaning. What does this mean for you? Does it mean this is a way out to save my family? Does this mean this is my way to be who I am without someone poking at me and and I get to just shine, right? I don't have to share this with anyone in my family, in my community. I get to be the Michael Jordan of this sport. What does that mean to you? And if you ever wanted to know how to find or, or, or spark the passion in someone, find out what it would mean to them to be the best at that. Because if you found out what it meant for somebody to be the best, you can take any sport that they like and turn it into something they love. I got to have a few of my athletes come and spend some time with you. (laughs) So, and that, that brings me back to uh, when I was working, when I was newly named national team coach for the U S team, one of the Korean coaches took me under his wing and you know, they had the best team in the world by far. And, and his, his philosophy was for this sport ever to be big in the world and needs to be big in the U S. So that's why I'm going to help you. And one of the things I asked him, and I really wanted to know, like his, his athletes were so devoted. I'm like, how do you get them to listen to you to go through the brutal punishment of workouts that you guys put them through my, my guys would be just crying up a storm and walk out. Wow. What, what do you, what do you tell them? What, what do you get from them to get them to go through that punishment? So his answer was, and I, I use this term a lot of time, quite often. It's the will to win. He said, before we even get them on the ice, before we even get them in a game or competition, we put them in a classroom and teach them about the will to win and discover exactly what you were saying. What is their will to win? What is their motivation? And once we have that motivation, once we know what it is, we can get them to do anything. And, and it's true. If, if someone promised you, if you follow what I'm telling you, if you do what I'm doing, you will have everything in your wildest dreams, whatever you're dreaming about right now to get to, you listen to me, you will get there. What are you going to do, right? 
Right. Absolutely. You know, I, my, my son, um, won the 800 for the state, uh, his senior year in high school, never ran track a day in his life until his sophomore year. Um, and he hated cross country. I mean, when I say hate, it's more like a loathing. He loathed (laughs) cross country, like, you know, a lot of people do, but he, endured it so he could do the 800. If you did, you know, the track, then you had to do cross country. That's kind of how it was set up. So I told him, I said, you know, you get to, if you win, you get to get your, you, you get to get your pick of where you would like to go, where you would like to go to college for free. And he was like, well, you know, a lot of people was like, no one gives four rides for, for, for track. Like that doesn't happen. Okay. So he, I'm not, I did a new anchor for him as you know, I do my visualization. So I gave him a new anchor like a day or two before the final, cause he made it all the way to, to the last round. And I never do that. Why? Because I don't know if it's going to work. It's too close. to the- <laughs> So I never give a, an athlete a new anchor. Do you know that boy won? And he just focused on, I don't want a student loan. I do not want to. <laughs> I want to graduate from school with money in my pocket. I do not want a student loan. I don't want to be a burden to my mom. I don't want to have her pay for that. And when I say that, I call him little boy because he he's my son. When I say that little boy ran his butt off, I mean, he beat the kid that was supposed to win, who everybody was betting money on. And he had this single vision. He was just tunneled visioned all the way through. And you can tell everyone else in the race vanished. Wow. Right. The will to win is about what is that one thing going to get you and what are all the little steps, right? You have to break them down into objectives. What are all of the little things that are going to move you to that one thing? And then anything that does not align with that, you plow through that sucker. You plow through it like it was a bunch of leaves falling from a tree. No weight at all. You plow through it like messy. You plow through it like Michael Jordan. You make your path even when there's someone or tons of people in your way. You push through that. Wow. That, I'm motivated, Jenny. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, that's, you, you, you hit the nail on the head for what makes the best the best. In my book, and I've worked with a lot of top Olympic athletes, gold medalists, world champions, that's what they have. They they can find that one thing within themselves that will push them through, whether it's student loans or making money or fame and fortune. Man, so it's funny what you, you're talking about this. I, we, I was at uh, national championships this weekend with some of my athletes. I have, I have one athlete who has been doing really well the last couple of years. This year, He's had others start to come on him and, and start to beat him a little that he's beaten before. And I've been trying everything to get him motivated. What is your motivation? What gets you going? He, you know, and I get the usual, I'm motivated. I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, I want to win. I want to win. 
I'm like, you know, that's, that's not doing it for me. It's not doing it. so. And what I was thinking like yesterday after nationals where he got like fourth or fifth, um, just off the podium, I, I think I have to tell him like, what, how many times are you going to keep getting beat by these guys you used to beat? What's it going to take? Are you done? Have you reached your max? Are you motivation gone? Where's that will to win? And how many times more do you got to lose before that button goes off in your head that you're sick and tired of this and you want to win at no cost or any cost, I guess I should say. Uh, you know, I'm struggling. And, you know, what this conversation has helped me, I have a new way now to go after him and like, hey, what are we going to do? This this is we got, we got to relook at this. Right. What are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? Right. You know, there's a difference. I, I, I talk to people and, you know, my, we, I have a 13 year old um, and he's he's, you know, I love all my kids. He's the apple of my eye because he's the youngest and, you know, he's the last more. He can only get five more years and then I'm done. But the point is, is that <laughs> the point is I really like him. He has a really rambunctious personality. OK, he will literally say something and I won't understand what he said. I'll say, what did you say? Right. Cause I, I didn't understand it. And then lately because he's 13, right. And his chest is getting a little, uh, big, right. Along with his head and his ego, he'll say something and I've heard what he said. And I will say to him now, how did you say? And I remember the first time I said that to him, he was like, huh? I said, he said, I said, blah. I said, no, no, I heard what you said. I'm, I just want to be clear. How did you say it? Because see, that determines the whole message, <laughs> the whole meaning behind what you said. And we've had this conversation. Now let's take it back to athletes. What are you doing it for? Who are you doing it for? And there is no right or wrong answer. It, it, we, we don't get to, and I, I, I tell, you know, some of my, my, my patients is we, and, and their parents, we don't get to tell them why they should do it. We help them identify all the reasons why they might want to do it and which one is the strong, has the strongest pull for them. Right. Cause sometimes they just wanted to do it to be cool for the girl in the seventh grade. Right. And now that that's that's old I, I, that no longer applies so now you find the uh, the new reason the the more relevant reason why are you doing this cuz see it has to be about them right i can do it for my family but it has to be when i did this for my family i saved them i saved us right we don't judge it we absolutely don't judge it if it becomes too egocentric and whatever we send them to therapy that's what therapists are there for right but what is it that they're doing it for, or who are they doing it for? You ask or discover one is in one of those two categories. And when you can figure that out, <clears throat> excuse me, Pat, when you can figure that out, I bet you 50 bucks. Matter of fact, I bet you Korean dinner that if you figure that out, that that's going to change and turn that uh, athlete's performance around. Wow. That's uh, I, I agree. I have to agree. I think uh, through a lot of my younger years, I, I, I didn't I didn't have that answer. I was there because I, I loved to race and I wanted to go fast. 
but there was a lot of hurdles I wasn't willing to take because uh, maybe I was scared, didn't have the energy, didn't have the motivation. And for me, it got to a point of my brothers constantly beating me or me or leaving competitions without any hardware to show for it. And finally, one day I had enough. I'm like, I'm done. This, this is enough. I am winning from here on out. You just said what you're the reason why. And then you gave the, like, I don't think you were conscious of it, but you said the reason why, and you gave the breaking point, right? You said, I want to go fast. And I wasn't fast because everybody was faster than me. And I got tired of being slow. Right. Because what happens is when you're at the elite level, like you said earlier, everybody's good. And now you're no longer good. You're average. And then you're just not good amongst the elite group. And so that, that what I do it for was to be fast. I don't feel like I'm fast anymore. And the reminder of that was I didn't get a medal. I had no hardware when I left. So I'm not fast. But that part of you, that little boy, that adolescent boy, that part of you that said, but I want to be fast, right? So a lot of times we have to hear what is not being said because that is how we can help someone comb through the tangle of why or what am I doing this for? Yeah. What do I get to be? Right. You got to be fast and you were quite fast. Yeah. You know, and it, it was I, it, that that switch had to be turned for me where, you know, I was I was not aggressive enough. I was timid. And, I you know, that was a hard thing for me as a young kid to get over. But it took not winning to do it where I was like, I don't care anymore. I don't care about getting elbowed in the starting line or whatever it was, I'm getting to that corner first. And it turned my game around. And that's the thing. And you said something else really important there too. You said, I needed that. It's like, yeah, because you didn't know. So that is what you needed. But now you are coaching, for example, the next generation of speed skaters, and they don't have to hit rock bottom. They don't have to figure it out through that kind of suffering now, right? They're still going to have their struggles and they're still going to have their challenges and they're still going to have their sufferings, but they don't have to stay in it. They don't have to hit those points that we hit, right? We can share that wisdom with them, not by sharing our story per se or only, but by saying, here's my story. Let me help you figure out yours without necessarily having to go down these rabbit holes. What I want to close with today is something towards the parents. We've been talking about the athletes and kind of what they're doing. If you're a parent and you see either strong, incredible, relentless passion out of your kid, or you want more passion out of your kid because you want them to do good, help me out with, you know, you're a parent and you, I don't let you can answer and I'm going to try and answer where do we go? We're that parent, you know, which direction, what, what do we do to help them? Well, it goes back to what I said before. And I, I actually am going to respectfully disagree that we were, we were going deeper into passion. 
in terms of how to activate it, right? How to, how to manufacture it, if you will, right? It's kind of like start and labor. When the baby's late, <laughs> it's like we can induce labor, right? This is about an induction of passion if it doesn't come naturally. But it's there. It's there. Everybody has it. Everybody's passionate about something. You want to know what somebody's passionate about? See what they're angry about. People think that the healthy version of anger is, is love and acceptance. That's bull. And I can't do the other word. The, the healthy version, the healthy expression of anger is passion. So if you ever want to know what makes someone passionate, figure out what pisses them off, right? So when you said, I wanted to win, I got tired of winning, that was your passion. We knew what that was, right? And if you are a parent, just listen to your kid. I know you want your kid to be great. What parent doesn't? But it's not your great. It's their great. So whenever you want your kid to be something more than they do, then it's not about the kid anymore. Now you made it about you. And there will never be an opportunity to tap into that passion because you're not looking at them you're looking at you. So stop. I know you love your kid. That's why you care so much. But this isn't your life. This is theirs. Help them live that. I love it. You know, um, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and answer, even though I'm going to fail <laughs> compared to how you just put it there. You know, the... Uh, the answer to the parent when, when and there's, there's two answers. So when you, when you have the kid who's got that undying, relentless passion for a sport or activity, game, instrument, whatever. And we talked a little bit about this last week, give them that pat on the back, help show them a little direction. They will figure it out. They will, they will take it wherever they want to go. They'll, they'll have the occasional questions. They'll need the drive to practice, but they will take care of the rest. For the, for the kid, as, as you were talking about, who, you know, you think he likes the sport, he or she likes the sport, but, you know, they're just not super passionate. And I, I had a daughter like that where, you know, she's extremely naturally talented. Um, but sometimes you had to push her to, to keep going. Two things. I, I think maybe that's not their sport or activity. Maybe there's something else out there that befits them better. Or I, I love how you uh, spit it out, I'll say. Find out what, they're, what they get angry about. You know, that is truly what their passion is. Figure that out and you will find what direction to take. Sure. So with that, and I know we're out of time. I, I want the parents who are listening to this piece and the coaches too, right? But the parents who are listening to this piece, put together what, what Pat and I said, right? Because they, they go together. They go together. And so I really want and encourage parents to reflect. What's mine and what's my kid's? Not what do I want my kid to have that I didn't have. That's your life. You work through that. And that's a normal thing for parents to do. So we work through that. But I really want you all to take that 
and focus it on your kid. What would be healthy for my kid? And how can I support that? How can I nurture that in the healthy way? Not in a, you know, let them do whatever they want and indulge it, but how can I really support them so they can figure it out? Wow. Yep. That's great. And that's, uh, you want your kid to succeed in a sport or any activity or in school. That is the advice of a a lifetime, uh, you know, help them along, find out what motivates them. Yeah. We'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Like I said, I think we may, we may take a slight branch off of this next week. Uh, to keep going because there, there's so much to this. And as, and as we talked about last week in our first discussion on passion, to me as a coach and a former elite level athlete, this is the one thing, the one thing you cannot be the best without. Yes, you're going to need talent. So there's, there's a few things, but if you don't have that passion and drive and desire behind that talent, you need to find something else or find a way to improve it. Well, we're going to help people improve it. If that's something that they really want to do, we're going to induce passion. That is our goal. Well, thank you out there. We, again, love your comments. Uh, Feel free to give us your thoughts and comments in the comment section. And uh, we look forward to hearing you and hearing other things that you want to talk about in the future. So uh, let us know your thoughts. Absolutely. And make it a great one. All right. Thank you, Jenny. All right, Pat.